We've been telling Arthur his whole life, you you suck with tools, Arthur. Welcome to Make Up Your Mind. My name is Arthur Laren. And my name is Jack Laren. And we are two brothers sailing the high seas of life, finding what molds our minds into what they will be when we die. Come along on our journey as we rig the sails and head south in the ocean of life. <laughs> today, where today we'll be talking about siblings. Asterix, excitedly, thanks for joining us. Okay, so um, let's see. Today we're talking about family-oriented people, right? Family-oriented people inspired by, um, I guess, the, the pandemic and what everybody's going through right now and um, hmm. what... What and I and I guess I think what what's made me think a lot about it recently is uh, our sister who was um, forced to end her contract a little bit early in Korea and come home. And I think that if you or I had been in her same situation, instead of going back to New York City, where the quality of life right now is uh, not exactly top notch, we definitely would have gone home and uh lived at home for a little bit in North Carolina. And um That's why you thought about talking about this? Yeah. Huh. And I and like but she wouldn't she wouldn't be drug home. Drug? <laughs> drug. No, y- y- like I was We had drugged her, too. she would have come home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in order for her in order to bring her home and for her to live with her parents again, you would have to drug her. Right. Um, drug her and then drag her. Shoot her in both feet and, <laughs> and mm-hmm. slam her in the trunk of your car and, and bring her home. Uh, but I just think that's interesting because I, I, de- I know that I definitely would have chosen to go home because she's not working or doing anything in New York right now. And the weather is probably nicer in North Carolina. There's more space. There's a yard. There is less concentration of COVID-19. COVID <laughs> right. And uh okay, but wait, there's a catch here. What if you were in her shoes and Meg, your girlfriend, for those of you who don't know, was waiting in an empty apartment for you in New York City. And she wasn't she wouldn't be down to come to North Carolina. Yeah, that does play a role. I guess that does play a role. But my relationship with Meg and her relationship with Tom are not at, are, I, I don't think are, are parallel. That's true, but I think you are similarly obsessed with the other. <laughs> <laughs> uh, obsessed is definitely the most positively, positively connotative? Positive. Positive. Connotationally, connotationally positive word you could have used. <laughs> okay. Uh, that's that's. I sarcasm. mean, I think it's accurate. 
Yeah, but most people call it love. <laughs> right. Okay. Well, no, I think I think there might be uh Well, yeah, no, I can't talk about how much you guys <laughs> love your partners. Okay. So But I um, but I understand and 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 you you you're probably right. If I had had the choice and Meg was waiting for me in an empty apartment in New York, I definitely would have chosen to go back and and be with Meg. Yeah. Um but okay so that's all been thrown down the drain we can we can call it here or we can talk about the article i have yeah maybe we should try again next weekend um uh, no let's see what you got i i think we can we can declare that as a general rule sophie is way less interested in in family time than we are or at least i am um yeah and I always have thought that was interesting, so I wanted to, uh, yeah, to no, talk about it. I would agree with that. Um, so the article I have is called Siblings Share Genes But Rarely Personalities by Alex Spiegel. Um, it's an eight-minute listen. So I guess maybe this started out as, a, as a, uh, an audio. Huh. But um, it starts out with this, a story about two brothers who like turned out super different. Um, that's kind of neither here nor there. I skipped down and, and, uh, just kind of started reading about three, um, theories, I guess, as to why siblings, even though they grew up in exactly the same environment with the same parents, uh, why they probably turn out to be completely different people, why they do turn out to be completely different people. I don't think there are that many siblings that are totally the same. Right. Um, even though we might, we may be led to assume that siblings are probably all really similar because they grew up in the same space, but, um, so yeah. So the first kind of highlight note that I made is, um, he mentions, or she, Alex, Alex might be a girl. I don't know when it's both an I like that, but he or she, they, uh, Mentioned in the beginning of the article that children in the same family are more similar to children uh, taken at random from the population, but not much more. Um, they're it, it, yeah, siblings are practically like strangers, um, hmm. which I, which I think is personality wise. Of course, we're not talking about physically and all that kind of stuff. That's the, it, obviously they come from the two same sets of gene pools and all that kind of stuff. So, but um, yeah, personality wise. Apparently, they don't see that much difference comparing two siblings than comparing two complete strangers. I think it makes um, sense. And it says that statistically, we are personality-wise, we are similar to our siblings only about 20% of the time, which I think in our case is... Low? Mm, no. Well, maybe a little bit low. I think it's pretty accurate. personality wise like logistically we might make really similar decisions and all that kind of stuff mm -hmm. but when it when it comes to our personality i, I guess think 20 percent yeah. is probably the extent of it and i would say that most of that 20 percent is probably sense of humor right um, um which is important plays a big role yeah i think that's a big part of the reason why we get along so well yeah but um so anyway i thought that was interesting i think that's true uh and I think that when I think about my friends who have siblings, 
a lot of them, or I should say almost all of them, have siblings that are very different from them. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so then if we keep going down, it says, in the context of a family, one of the main things that's happening is that children are competing for the time, love, and attention of their parents. I, uh, I don't know about that. I think that we grew up in a situation where we didn't feel like we needed to compete for the time, love, and attention of our parents. I think we were pretty um, equally spoiled with attention. Right. But I, I think that it is uh, maybe more of a subconscious thing. But yeah, definitely. This is a phenomenon that Darwin uh, identified called the principle of divergence. And uh, divergence... To quote, divergence is basically to minimize competition so it's not direct, and that leads to specialization in different niches. Um, divergence is to minimize competition? Minimize competition so it's not direct, and that leads to specialization in different niches. So you're not competing for, so you're competing for maybe the same reward, but you're not competing using the same strategies. Right. And then, it, and, then it, it, and then it notes consciously or unconsciously. So if somebody, if one of us is really, really good at school, the other person might be, might decide to say, fuck off. I'm not going to deal with trying to beat my sibling at school because they're better at it than me and I'm not going to get that. So I'm going to go off and try and be really good at sports. Right. Um, and then that, that changes your environment and the people who you're spending time with and, and uh, consequently the person that you turn into because you're interacting with different people with different goals. Right, okay. Um, um, go ahead. I'm just reading that one of the... I've never really thought about the, the word. Isn't there a book called Divergent? Like there's part of a popular series? Isn't it part of the Hunger Games series? No, but I think it's similar. It's like a similar kind of sci-fi world. But anyway, um, I just looked up the word divergent because I haven't really thought about that word a lot before. Um, and it says a place where air flows or ocean currents diverge. <laughs> just Okay, so... I, I was, tie, it, <laughs> tie it back for us. I just um okay, yeah. So two things um two things stemming from the same momentum and roots um but that are kinda sprung into different directions. Even though they right. may yeah, come from the same place. Okay, that's a great tie back. Thanks. Surprise. Um <laughs> So, to move to the second theory, theory two, colon, environment. Uh, quote from Susan McHale, who Alex cites, children grow up in, a different, in different families because most, si- in different families, I guess we sh- should be in quotes. Children grow up in different families because most sib- siblings differ in age, and so the timing with which you go through your family's major events is different. Um, so, and I think that makes sense. If, mm-hmm. if you're, if you go on a huge family vacation to Europe and your oldest sibling is 15 and the youngest sibling is five, 
they're definitely not going to come away with the same memory or experience or like development as individuals because they're just experiencing it at two different ages and two different maturities. Of course. Um, and so I would, I would be interested to see if siblings who are closer in age are more similar in personality, for instance, twins, uh, like, is that, does that theory just get pitched out the window? What that if you're twins, hmm. then you experience everything at the same age and theoretically the same maturity. Right, right, right. The, the, your environment and bigger, big events have the same effect on, on your maturity, I guess. Yeah. But I, I, I'm a, I would assume that as twins, your unconscious competition for attention from your parents is probably heightened because you're so similar. Yeah. Now that makes sense. But theory three, I think, is, is also heightened in twins and it's exaggeration, um, which basically says that even if, even if, two siblings aren't that different because they're placed directly next to each other, then the difference, like the comparison is exaggerated. Um, so the, the example they used here is if one sibling is super, super, super extroverted and the other sibling is just super extroverted, then automatically the slightly less extroverted sibling is going to be labeled as the introvert. Right. And what do they call that theory? Exaggeration. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just because the context is smaller, I guess. Right. When you're just thinking within and a family. If you're five years old and your sibling is super, super, super extroverted and you're, and you're just super extroverted and then your parents and your family friends and your entourage, the people around you say, oh, like so-and-so is the, is the extrovert and you're the introvert in the family. Like you're, I, I don't want to say take it to heart because it's not necessarily an insult, but it's definitely going to affect your five-year-old mind mm-hmm. when you hear somebody tell you that you're an introvert and maybe unconsciously affect the decisions that you make and uh, the person who you try to, to be. Yeah. Um, that makes just sense. Kind of, kind of weird to think about. I, th- I can definitely think of examples within the three of us of that. What's that? You want an example? Yeah, give me an example. Um, okay, just me and you, like, ha- handiness. You are much more handy than I am, just thinking within the family. We've been telling Arthur his whole life, you, you suck with tools, Arthur. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that's the thing, is, like, compared to... A lot of the people, my friends, I guess, people my age that I know, I'm fucking handy, but compared to you, I'm like 5-10%. Yeah. It's true. I, yeah. when It is true. When you bring the friends into the situation, mm-hmm. into the comparison, I should say, it kind of reveals the exaggeration, because I'm not that 
like as far as personal development goes, I think you're definitely you have an ex, you have a more accelerated rate of personal development than I do. But if I compare myself to the average 22-year-old, I'd like to think that this is getting a little bit arrogant. <laughs> <laughs> no, I classic Laren superiority complex. Say what you feel. Um, um I think it's fair. Yeah. Interesting. Well, we've made it to just about 17 minutes. That was 17 minutes? <laughs> yeah. That was pretty good. And it was, I mean, I, I think it was, I mean, we're going to get better at it. I think we're going to, we're going to find a, a better format maybe or. Yeah. But that, that was fine. Okay. Yeah. So. Um, is there a conclusion? <laughs> uh, the conclusion is go and, uh, Go and think about how you compare to your siblings and then how you compare to your friends, your other peers who you're maybe not related to, and um, see if you feel differently about a skill or a habit or the person that you are compared to your friends com- than compared to your siblings. So here's a takeaway. I- Don't over-compare yourself to others. Yeah. Yeah, ultimately... Yeah, don't compare yourself to anything. Forget comparison. Yeah. Just compared to what? <laughs> what is that from? Compared to I mean, it's, what? I mean, it's an expression, but I think that we learned it from Marcel the Shell. That's what I was thinking of. Okay. Um, damn, that chair squeak <laughs> happened right in the middle of me saying a word. Um... Oh, so you, we won't be able to get rid of it. <laughs> no. Don't matter. All right. Thanks for listening. Tune in next week. Uh, for another super interesting topic. Oh, yeah. You'll be sitting on the edge of your seat until Sunday night. And then you'll go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> With your butt straight in the middle of it. <laughs> so you'll sleep well you'll wake up and you'll be relieved by a new podcast all right and that's that